Are you cruising through life not always knowing what direction you were headed? Let Live On Purpose with Dr. Paul Jenkins be your guide. Live On Purpose will give you insights into your life and show you how you can become the driver and captain of it. No more aimless wandering. By learning the principles that govern happiness and wealth, you will be able to make personal progress that you have only dreamed possible. And now, here's your host, the shrink who expands your life, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life, bringing you another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. And I am so excited to be back with you today. As always, I have recruited some help today, and I've got some fantastic guests on the line with me, joining me from their home in Idaho Falls, Idaho. I have Dick and Gail Powell. Say hello, Powells. How are you doing, Dr. Paul? How are you, Dr. Paul? It's good to visit with you. Doing well, and I am so excited to visit with the two of you. I want to give just a brief introduction, and then I'm going to turn some time over to you to uh, you know, fix what I get wrong here. Um, the Powells, I got to know these people about a year ago when I heard them speaking at a business convention for one of the companies that we'll probably mention here in just a little bit. Uh, these two really inspired me. And I have to tell you guys, um, when, when I first heard you speak, I, one of the first thoughts I had is, I can relate to these people. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that that we'll probably get to as well. But one of the things that I noticed is that you have a very strong emphasis on some core values that I find to be very important when you're creating a life of purpose and a life of intention. And you've applied these principles throughout your life to create some success. Now, we might need to define what success is, too, but just for our listeners, I want to acknowledge that one of the things that the two of you are famous for, if you're famous, I don't know, have you considered yourselves as famous? I don't think no, we're, I don't think we're, we're famous. not very famous. Well, here's, if you were famous, this might be what it was for. <laughs> some of you may have heard of Mrs. Powell's Cinnamon Rolls. And I've got a website in front of me right now where I'm looking at these things and I'm thinking, wow, I could really use one of those right now. I can almost smell them. And, and then uh, by tomorrow you would be blaming me for making you overweight. And then I'd probably come back <laughs> at you. But, you know, my wife makes some delicious cinnamon rolls. And, and what's better than a home-baked cinnamon roll, you know? And uh, so here's this idea. And I guess, Gail, you had a... Uh, a talent or a skill for creating these delicious little things, right? And then, well, I, I always said that I never knew that they were as wonderful as everybody else said they were, but uh-huh. apparently they were, and we ended up making part of our livelihood out of selling those for quite a few years. So that became a family business. As uh, and Dick, you have some background and skills in marketing and business, and and you guys took this idea and you created from that a thriving business. The I, I guess you went to a franchise model with that, didn't you? We decided to use the franchise model uh, so that we could expand faster, mm-hmm. and we ended up opening fifty-two stores in five years across the United States. And, wow! And. Uh, and it, it was a lot of fun. We met a lot of wonderful, wonderful people. So so here's the context. And I wanted to share that with our listeners just to, to create a, a possibility here that ideas and skills and talents coupled with a lot of hard work and some basic principles can create successes in life. And that might be in business, it might be in relationships. I think there's a number of different areas where that applies. But uh, that's the context. And then after that, no, you're no longer actively involved with the cinnamon roll business. Is that true? We, we actually sold the last two of our stores. Uh, it's been about eight years ago. We had 
Uh-huh. And we'd remodeled both of the stores again. We'd redone both of the leases. We were losing some of our good, really valuable employees, and and we 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 wanted to try something different. So we we did sell them. Mm-hmm. And now you just sit around and do hardly anything at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish. <laughs> well, you're having some fun in the process, but uh, the context where I got to meet you is that you, uh, several years ago, um, made an acquaintance with a scientist in Alaska who was studying uh, some of the indigenous peoples of Alaska and how in their culture... They didn't have any word for uh, some of the common health conditions that we have here. You know, diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, some of those very common things. And, and uh, she <clears throat> caught on to some of the nutritional reasons why these people in Alaska were not experiencing the same kinds of concerns. And that turned your mind on to something else, another idea. You know, when we heard this story, when we thought heard that, we thought, that's a wonderful story. And, I mean, there isn't a family around that doesn't have some kind of a medical problem. You know, someone has cancer or diabetes or heart problems, and we thought, this is, this is too good not to develop it. So mm-hmm. we jumped right in, the, right, right in the river and started paddling really fast and <laughs> built another company. So, you know, it seems like in the nutrition world today that we blame... Uh, fat onto everything, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure that that's the cause, because when you look at the Eskimo and the Alaskans, the early Alaskans, their diet, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it was, you know, the whale, the seal, whatever. There's and, a little fat in it. Sure. And, uh, you know, the things that were good for them were the lean wild meat, the Alaska salmon, and they use the Alaska wild blue bo- blueberry for just about everything. They mm-hmm. use it to preserve things. They use it for medicine. They used it, you know, to make things that they were going to eat. And mm-hmm. so from that information is, is the way that we started this second company. So that, that really caught your attention. And, and one of the things that's impressed me as you've shared your story with me in the past is that you saw here an opportunity to make a real difference in people's lives, and then you had the guts, the determination, I don't know what I want to call it for sure, to actually jump in, as you said, Dick, you know, to jump into that and see what you could do to create something. And I think the short version of that story, and the company that you created is called Kayani, and our listeners will be familiar with that. I've interviewed several uh, people that you would know, um, including Becky Burcell and Micah Coggy and oh, aren't they neat people? And Mary Louise Zeller. I mean, just some really inspiring people with some great stories. And uh, and so I, I mention that because I think our listeners will be familiar with the name of that company. It has been called by some the most successful network marketing company launch. Um, I don't know, of all time or of recent history or what, but uh, this company is is really doing well and blessing the lives of a lot of people. And so we have you to thank for that because you are willing to jump in. Well, sometimes you jump in blindly, and that's kind of what we do. We get ourselves started in things, and thank goodness they turn out wonderful because we really have attracted some wonderful quality people into Kayani, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think that makes it, the company speak for itself, the quality yeah. of people. Mm-hmm. You, you know what she said? We do jump in, but we do think things out and analyze yes. them a lot, you know, before we do jump in the river. But, uh, boy, we, we've met some wonderful, wonderful people. So that's one of the principles I want to talk to to the two of you about and, and Gail, I had a, a little reaction when you said you jump in blind. Well, it's not completely blind because you see something that really has value and then you go look for a way to share that uh, with people. So you know that there's value there. You wouldn't jump in if there weren't. 
No, that's that's ab- absolutely true. But you also jump into some things not knowing every detail about it, not knowing, you know, the exact outcome. And so right. I, I guess in that sense, you know, it's a little bit of a blind run, but it's definitely mm-hmm. not without, you know, checking out things and making a lot of important decisions before you start. You know, uh, before we head into our first break here, I wanted to comment. You've both mentioned the wonderful people that you've encountered in in all of your ben- business ventures, really, and how how that has been a real blessing to you. But here's another another concept that I think is so important because when you really latch onto something of value, then people will be attracted to that. People who are of like mind and who have the same kinds of, uh, of desires to bless the world. And uh, when, when I said earlier, that's one of the things that caught my attention about you guys. That's what I meant, because I saw that, and I wanted to be a part of that. And so that's why we formed this association. Let's come back in just a few minutes, and we'll pick up where we left off. Okay. This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. Morebetterbooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life forever. It certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States and in Israel and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format fully illustrated with very fun hidden messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great, These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose. Raising kids is one of the most challenging and rewarding experiences we can have in life. Your children didn't come with an owner's manual, so it's up to you to learn whatever will assist you in your role as a mom or a dad. Join me and my husband, Dr. Paul, for a free weekly discussion about all of the hot topics in parenting. Listen to what others are saying about these calls. By applying the things I've learned to the parental power calls, I'm finally becoming the mom I always thought I would be. I really like to use parental power as kind of like a reference book. So as I have concerns with my parenting, I like to be able to look up on the blog and then listen to whatever podcast seems closely related. I like the variety of, of topics the variety of age groups that are addressed. I'm on the parental power calls as often as I possibly can because I know I'm going to come away with something I can apply to being a parent that very day. Let us join your parenting team through parental power. Just send an email to drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com to register for the live calls. Or just check us out first through the link at drpaul.org. All of the previous calls are posted on our blog site, where you can also add your own input. Let's team up to start parenting on purpose. Okay, so we've got a good start on this, and the thing that's kind of sticking with me as we've as we've opened our conversation here is the importance of relationships and associating with people who can not only support but help to carry carry out or carry forward your dream. And I'm wondering what what the two of you have to share about that. Go ahead, Dick. <clears throat> Well, you know, we, we, like, we like people and we like being around them. And we find that, um, you know, we have been really, really fortunate. The pe- kind of people that have been attracted to maybe our personalities or the way we do things have been wonderful people. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
that's that's been a really a blessing in our life to meet great great people and to you know work with them to help them be a little more successful and achieve the personal goals that they want. You know, I think one of the best examples that uh, have probably come from Dick and I and and along with other people, I even follow Dick. I don't mm-hmm. know very many people who can sit down and talk to just about anyone. Mm-hmm. And Dick isn't afraid to do that. And he can talk to anybody about just about anything. And they also watch what he does, the way he works. And he's one of those people that never expects anyone else to do something that he wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And so people watch him. He works hard. He's willing to spend any amount of time with people and help them and so they can turn around and have the example that they need to spend quality time with their people they're trying to build. And it it really is a gift of his, and and, and it's been a blessing in both of our businesses. You know, I'm glad you pointed that out, Gail, because this is this comes down to a basic principle of of not only economics but of happiness itself, and that is that people are the true assets, and forming those relationships, those those meaningful relationships, is what allows us to move forward with purpose. I don't think that that you folks could have accomplished all that you've done without all of the people that have come into your life. That, that's definitely true. And you know, those relationships aren't only formed with just people you work with, but they're formed in our families. I mm-hmm. can honestly say that my husband and our children are very best friends. And, you know, we've moved a lot, not necessarily in other states, but we've moved a lot because we've also built homes and uh, landscaped them, and then we sell them and build another one, and so we've moved quite a bit. But Dick and our boys are very best friends, and people always ask me, they say, oh, how, how can you leave the memories of that home? Or, and I just say, you know, wherever my husband is and my children are, when they're happy, I'm happy. Mm. And Dick has been the one who has brought that fun and happiness into our home, and consequently it has spilled over into our businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. you're making this sound like our relationship is a one-sided deal. That, oh, <laughs> that no. is not the case, <laughs> darling. <laughs> do, do you care to add your two cents there, Dick? <laughs> yeah. We, we have a little magnet on our fridge, and it says, if m- Mama says no, call 1-800-GRANDMA. Gail is the very best grandma <laughs> there is in the whole world. In fact, we got a little call from this morning from one of our granddaughters. She's only not quite five, and she said, Hi, Grandpa. I said, Well, hi, Hadley. She said, Where's Gigi? She didn't want to talk to me. She wanted to talk to Grandma. <laughs> Let's get down to business here. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, here's... Uh, I've seen you guys go toe-to-toe before, and, and sometimes you, you argue about who's got the better deal here. <laughs> and, and what a great example. You know, I do a lot of marriage counseling in my practice, and uh, I don't know, how long have you two been married? Do you mind sharing that? We've, we've only been, we're just getting started. We've been married 40 years. Oh, just 40? Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, that's almost as long as I've been on the earth. <laughs> so, what are some of the secrets? Well, I've got you here. I'm just going to pick your brain about that, and I didn't necessarily prep you for this. But let me pick your brain a little bit. What are some of the secrets of creating a successful marriage, according to the Powells? Well, every day... I know I do, and I know I get, I get the blessing of her reciprocating. We try and do something that's really nice and special for someone else, and we try we try and do th- nice things for each other. Mm-hmm. And man, that is nice. 
and and they don't have to be big things. Some some nights I'll be fixing dinner and I'll I'll say, oh, I need to run downstairs and get a can of this or a bottle of that, and mm-hmm. Dick will say, I haven't done anything nice for you today. Let me go get that for you. Mm. So it's not like and. There's times he'll come home from work, and if it's summertime and the roses are blooming, he cuts one of the flowers in our own yard and just brings it in and puts it in a vase for me. Mm-hmm. It's not like it has to be money and flamboyant. It's just, I have you on my mind. It's those small and simple things, isn't it? Yeah, yep, it is. It is. You know, I've got a little uh, example that I use sometimes in my marriage seminars where I'll take just two paperback books and uh, face them into each other so that I can lay one page over the other, alternating with the, with each book. You kind of see what I'm saying? So yeah. they interlace those pages of the two books. And when you get the two interlaced fully, it's almost impossible to separate them. You mm-hmm. can't pull them apart. And mm-hmm. And I've sometimes had two or three people try and you know, to pull these books apart, and you just can't. And what a great example it, that goes right along with what you're saying, those small and simple things. And if you do them consistently over time, that starts to form a bond that is so strong that it's going to last a lot of the adversity. Now, probably you guys haven't had any adversity in your life. And there's even been adversity between the two of us. Uh However, having said that, we are one of the few couples I know that the more time we spend together, the happier we are. There are Uh many couples, who, and that's why we've been able to do business together. Well, I was just going to say, in being in business together, that's got to create some interesting dynamics sometimes. That's, That's been one of the blessings. It was like in the cinnamon roll business. I was the production person and the trainer. Mm-hmm. Dick was the out front, the business person, the marketing person. We each had our area of strength, and so it made the company work. And mm-hmm. the the same with uh, Kayani, you know, the different areas that we each bring. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's there's different strengths and. Uh, But we are a couple that the more time we spend together, the happier we are. There's many couples that are glad to see him go to work and frustrated when he comes home at night, and we're not. We've always had an office in our our home and and work together all Mm -hmm. the time, and so that's that's been a blessing for us. And, And if people don't have that kind of relationship, it's worth uh, working really hard to make that kind of a relationship because it's really satisfying. Well, and it does take some work, doesn't it? It does. And it's not... I want to get back to that that basic concept, too. Of It's the small and simple things. It's not like you have to go out there and do this major renovation, but if you'll start today to do, as as the two of you have said, do some small, nice thing for each other. Find a way to serve. You know, I uh, I was remembering something you said, Gail, one time when I heard you speak, and you said, help others get what they want, and you will also get what you want. I really believe that. That's, I, that's the you, focus. If, yes, if you start out thinking, I'm, I'm going to make myself this successful, important person, I, I think you're going to have trouble all 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 along the way, but if you are looking for other people, even with your children, trying to make them the best they can be, helping your husband be what he can be, supporting those along the way, then, you know, I didn't set out to be the happiest married woman around, but I am very happy because of the end result of helping others along the way. And you're a good example of that, too. Well, we've got some other fun things to talk about. We'll be right back in a few minutes. I've got a 
This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. Today we head off to Los Angeles, California, where a man had an idea. Tian Ho Lee was sitting in a symphony concert when the idea struck. He noticed the musicians were struggling to turn the pages of their music books while playing their instruments. He thought it would be nice if they had a foot-operated button that would trigger a page-turner. But then his idea sprouted. He thought of the many people who suffer from carpal tunnel syndrome from overuse of a computer mouse and the foot mouse was born. He invented a foot mouse that allows a computer user to easily navigate their computer with their foot instead of their hand. Tian Ho turned his idea into a real product which is now selling worldwide. The foot mouse has solved a great problem. A few years ago, the term carpal tunnel syndrome was hardly known. Today, it is one of the world's most prevalent medical conditions. According to National Center for Health Statistics, every year more than 850,000 new problem visits are made to physicians because of carpal tunnel syndrome. The number one prescribed remedy for this uprising condition is to get your hands off of the computer mouse more often. I recently spoke with Tian Ho Lee, and he said that getting an idea is nothing compared to seeing it help people's lives. The foot mouse is truly a great idea. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. Great leaders are almost always great simplifiers who can cut through argument, debate, and doubt to offer a solution everybody can understand. General Colin Powell. everybody we're on the line today with with dick and gail powell fascinating conversation so far and we've taken a a little direction i wasn't necessarily planning but what an appropriate example of success when we talk about our marriage or our family uh, what could be more important than that and this is something I, I, I want to invite you to share anything else that you would like to. One of, one of the examples that I've appreciated from, from the two of you is your emphasis on the importance of the family. And I know that it's an important thing to you. Is there anything else you want to say about that? Well, <clears throat> I know a lot of people that are really successful in business and their, and their families haven't been successful and uh they're not happy you know money doesn't mm-hmm. buy happiness they you you've got to have a make your life such that you know it's rounded out and that, and that you're happy about everything you're comfortable with things going on in your life or or life can really suck mm. oh i re- i remember when we uh started mrs Powell's and like dick said we opened 52 stores in 5 years but we found that one or the other of us were gone all the time. And as you heard me mention earlier, we're the happiest. The more time we spend together, the happier we are. Mm -hmm. And that also applied with our children. And there were times Dick would get off an airplane and, and I would be waiting there with the kids ready to get on this airplane. And we were just gone a lot. Our children were turning into teenagers and, and, you know, there's many successful people who can combine the two. But where we work so close together in our businesses, and it took both of us, we found that we were either really good business people or we needed to spend more time as parents. And we, we chose the latter, and I'm sure that mm. it cut our income significantly. But we sold all of our 50 franchises and kept our two Idaho stores and... But we never missed a track meet. 
We never missed a ball game. Mm-hmm. And our kids remember that. Mm-hmm. And that's what they will remember, not the things that the money brings, but the real relationship issues that are so important to parents and to children. Can you imagine where you would be if you had all of your businesses but not your family? You know, one of the traditions in our family is when we put the grandkids to bed, they always want to hear stories. So we tell them stories about their parents when they were little, and and their parents have told them those same stories. So those family traditions are, mm-hmm. you know, now into the the third generation, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wow. So if you were to give some advice to a young entrepreneur or a young family that's just taking a look at what they can do uh, to create some success, what, what advice would you give them? What would you direct them to do? Go ahead, Gail, for a minute. Well, when you first asked that, uh, when you said a young entrepreneur, my mind went more that direction than in counseling them, you know, um, marriage-wise, other than simply put, you need to go to bed happy and you need to wake up happy. (laughs) And if you have problems, why, talk about them during the day, but... That's that's been one of the blessings in my life is that Dick wakes up happy in the morning, yeah. and I don't have to wonder what kind of a mood mood he's in because he's a happy person. But in thinking in thinking about the entrepreneur spirit that a lot of people have, you know, when we first started our cinnamon roll business, we'd have people sit at the tables out in front of our shop here in the mall in Idaho Falls. And they would just watch, and they would watch. And then they would say to us, you know, if we had a break or we'd go visit with someone, they'd say, why didn't I think of this? Mm -hmm. I I could have done this. Why didn't I think of this? Well, before we ever started our cinnamon roll shop, I baked cinnamon rolls as a welcome-to-the-neighborhood gift, I baked it for church functions. I baked it for PTA fundraisers. I had baked thousands and thousands of cinnamon rolls before we ever went into business. Mm -hmm. Then we had an opportunity to have a little booth at our state, Eastern Idaho State Fair, and we sold thousands of cinnamon rolls for there. And so when people talk about, you know, how to be successful... I say, don't look at someone else and try to copy their idea. Think, what do I do better than anyone else? Mm-hmm. What do I do that people say, oh, I wish I could do that? Or, mm-hmm. You know, look within yourself for your own talents instead of trying to copy, you know, what someone else does. Wow, that is really great advice. And you know what? A lot of times people miss that. Because what they do so well comes so naturally to them that sometimes they don't see the value of it. That's exactly, exactly right. Exactly right. And you, I think you said that earlier, Gail, when you were saying, you know, I, I knew I could make cinnamon rolls, but I didn't think they were anything special, except everybody kept raving about them. Because right? I, I just did it so often. It was just so natural. Yeah, it was, it was completely second nature to you, wasn't it? It, it was. We had a lot of people come to us with ideas. In fact, still, you know, because we're kind of known as entrepreneurs because we've started a couple of big companies that have grown big and been successful. And mm-hmm. people are constantly coming to us asking us for advice. And mm-hmm. and, and we tell them just to come up with a great, great idea, but test it. Test market test it. Test market that baby mm-hmm. to make sure that people really... You know, wanted. I can remember some some people came to us with a with a bakery idea, and we we thought, "Ooh, that's kind of weird." And they said, "Oh, our banker our banker loves it." Mm-hmm. And I thought, mm, "You you need, you know, he wanted to make a loan. They they needed, 
you know, a little better validation in the market. And their, unfortunately, their business didn't last six months because oh. it wasn't something that people really, really did want. And you can't just ask friends and family because they don't want to get on your bad side. I mean, you've really got to put things in the marketplace and see if you will have repeat customers, if it's a mm-hmm. product like ours was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of mixed my question there when I, when I mentioned the entrepreneurs and then the uh, relationship part of the question. But I'm thinking about your initial response to this, uh, Gail, when you said, to go to bed happy and wake up happy. And what a great concept for any area of life. If we don't let the hard things tip us over too much, and we can choose happiness. At least that's a belief that I have. What What do you think about that? Well, you know, there's no way of, of avoiding some of the crud that happens in this world. You know, it's a, just a part of our life. Mm-hmm. How we react to it sure makes a, lot, a big difference in how happy we are. So if we can teach ourselves to, you know, to be, to accept things and to get over them and not dwell on always on the negative and, and look for the brighter side, sure make, it sure is easier to get up happy in the morning. Well, and, you know, there's a lot of couples, and and even Dick and I, you know, we're not exactly alike in that area. Mm -hmm. But knowing that Dick is going to be happy through the day, I mean, there are some days where I worry more than, I worry far more than he worries. (laughs) But knowing that he is going to be happy looking on the bright side keeps me from being mopey most days. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to make him unhappy, mm-hmm. and I don't want to ruin his good day. So because he does that, he brings out the better side of me. And, you know, I I think that's even almost more a, a quality to be looking for before you're even married. If you both have the same personality and the same thing bothers both of you, you're going to have a hard life. Yeah, especially when that particular thing crops up on you. And that's, again, that's another good way we can support each other. And as you surround yourself with people who who lift you and inspire you and create possibilities for you, and then you do that for them as well, I think it really does come back to that in many aspects of life. As we just as we lift and serve each other. Well, we've got one more little segment that we're going to do, so hang on for just a moment, and we'll finish it up. You know, in today's world, people have become much more conscious of their health and wellness. Finding new and effective ways to combat the effects of disease, aging, and poor nutrition is more important than it ever has been as we look to improve our own life and the lives of those we love. Hi, I'm Micah Coggy, and a few short years ago, I discovered a company called Kayani. Kayani is a rapidly growing nutritional supplement company that is marketing in over 20 countries. Kayani's products combine the nutritional benefits of well-known superfruits with Nobel Prize-winning research and breakthrough science. Not only does Kayani help to improve health and wellness of families, but through the amazing business opportunity that it offers, people like me have been able to create financial freedom. Kayani has the power to change your life, regardless of where you are or what your needs may be. Whether you are new to network marketing or a seasoned veteran, you will find that Kayani has what you've been looking for a well-financed, growing company with proven management to generate immediate income and the potential to allow normal people like you and I to succeed if we are willing to put forth the time and effort. Kayani is a proud sponsor of Live On Purpose Radio. To learn more or to join our exciting team, please visit the website, drpaul.kayani.net. That's D-R-P-A-U-L dot K-Y-A-N-I dot net. Thank you for joining me for the Live on Purpose radio podcast. 
It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit my website, drpaul.org, to get connected with other tools for you and your family. There you will find links to my weekly e-zine, Empower, Harnessing the Power of the Mind, and to the free Parental Power Teleconference that I host every week with my wife, Vicki. You can also check out upcoming events or pick up powerful information products. Feel free to contact me directly with questions, comments, or to book me for your company or private event. Email me through drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com. Okay, Dick and Gail, I have gotten through most of this program today without even mentioning one of the things that inspired me the most about you, and I want to I pick your brain about that, too, for just a minute, if it's okay. Just don't make it too hard, please. Well, okay, I agree. And, and in fact, there's a hard part to this, but I think you'll understand when I say that the, the concept I want to discuss with you is hard work. So that's the only way that it's hard. Hard work. What have you learned about that and how does that fit into the formula of success? Well, you call it we call it hard work, but um you know, rather than hard work, we we just need to put good effort into the things that we do and that of course we call it hard work, but you know, if we put really good effort into things, um, that's the only way we can be successful. You can't be successful by going half speed at anything. Mm-mm. You know, I think a lot of this is attitude, too. Gail, you told a... I know you you practice this on your grandkids, you know, where you tell stories, but you told a story at one of our meetings where you, you uh, told about the little red hen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just the attitude of, I will... Um, tell us what the importance of that is to you. Well, you know, sometimes you have to do the work by yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there are all those, they see that you're successful, and they think, all I have to do is hold on to their shirt tail. And it doesn't happen that way. You have to pitch in, you have to plant the wheat, you have to help harvest, you have to help make the bread. And then you can sit down together and enjoy the the fruits of what you've done. But there's mm-hmm. there's no just an easy ride. You have to be willing to work. And it doesn't have to be drudgery work. That's you know, right. we talk about our cinnamon roll business and I mean it was honestly fun to go to work every day. We mm-hmm. had fun making the product. You made people happy. If anyone was mm-hmm. ever dissatisfied with a roll, all you had to do was say, let me get you a hot one out of the oven, and they were happy again. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a fun place to be, and mm-hmm. uh, but it was hard work. So it, it, there is no, there's no magical solution to success other than having the right attitude and being willing to roll up your sleeves and actually get to it and not wait around for somebody else to do it for you or for it to be handed to you. It's available. I think success is available to everyone. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, but but you need to make it happen yourself. That's right. I don't, I don't know anyone that you know, that just falls in the hole in a uh, hole of success. They, they've, they've made it happen themselves. It's a little more like climbing a ladder, isn't it, than falling in a hole? <laughs> well, the ladder's there, but if you're going to get to the top, you've got to climb it. And, and I don't mean the corporate ladder, you know, the way sometimes that's talked about, but the opportunities that are ahead of you in life and, and the good ideas that you have. And we've talked about two good ideas that the two of you had, and then you just jumped in, you rolled up your sleeves, you associated with the right kinds of people, and you've realized some dreams that way, haven't you? 
you know, the one one thing that um, I might say, Dr. Paul, there's, I notice sometimes there's a difference in people who want to be their own boss. A lot of times you see people and they say, oh, I can't work for anyone else. I want to be my own boss. Mm-hmm. And many times that's because they don't know how to work. They don't know, they don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. And those people are going to struggle even in business for themselves. But Dick mm-hmm. had been in several different things, successful as an employee. He was successful as an employer. And mm-hmm. so when we decided to go in business for ourselves, he had success at both ends of the working line and knew how to implement that in our own business. Mm. And uh, Excellent. Yeah, but a lot of it still there again just goes back to how you treat people and how you want to be treated. And, yes. And, and doing the right thing. If, you, if you're doing the right thing and and uh, and taking good and taking good care of people why you can be successful taking good care of people again it's coming back to those basic relationships that will help us to be successful in life and i was also thinking you know when i uh i had a, a chat with mary louise zeller and you know mary louise what a yeah. great example yeah and uh, what a champion she is you know a master of of taekwondo and and some of the other things that she's done in her life, and and it's no surprise at all that she's been successful in the business things that she has tried because she learned that basic principle that you have to you have to be willing to do what is required, not just want the outcomes, but to be willing to do what is required to get there. And she shared with me. She said, you know, when you're a white belt, just do the white belt stuff. You know, be a really good white belt. And Boy, that's good advice. Yeah. That's kind of what you're talking about here, too, isn't it? That yeah. Be a good employee if you want to be a good business owner someday and learn those basic principles of work and taking care of people and keeping your priorities straight so you don't sacrifice your family or things of greater value for money or other things that the world might call success. And and find good people to emulate too. Uh, you know, don't don't emulate people that have traits and characteristics that you know you really don't want to, you know, in your life. Mm-hmm. Find good people and emulate them, and 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 you and you can copy and be successful. You absolutely can. Well, I think I've I've covered most of what I wanted to to talk to you guys about. There, there's maybe one more thing, though. And, and we've kind of talked around it a little bit, but it has to do with adding value. And, and that, that's really about serving people. And, Dick, I'm remembering a story you told about buying a shirt. Oh, yeah. You remember the one I'm talking about? <laughs> yep. Just share your thoughts on that real quick, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> well, we'd gone to a convention, and Gail usually gets our clothes together, and and she'd asked me to get a couple of white shirts, and I hadn't heard. And uh, mm. so we got down there, and I didn't have a white shirt. And we were at a very, very, very nice uh, hotel convention center. Mm-hmm. You know, five. It, this is five star. Mm-hmm. And so I went down. Uh, this was end up being about. We got there about nine thirty. So about ten o'clock, she discovered that I didn't have a shirt. The next day, we went downstairs. And I said, uh, I thought, boy, at 10 o'clock I'm going to have to go to Walmart or something, you know, to mm-hmm. get a white shirt for tomorrow. And they said, oh, we'll get someone to come open the clothing store. And a little gal came in and just treated us with five-star service, and it was uh, it was $94. And maybe I can afford a $94 shirt, but I really didn't want to spend $94, but I just smiled and paid for it. Mm-hmm. But I thought, what a great example of service there you yeah know, it is but they gave us five stars service so i didn't mind paying 94 dollars for you a white mind shirt paying five star price huh? yeah. five star price well and that's the thing you take care of people take care of people create an exceptional experience for them 
And then they're going to want to continue to do business with you or to tell people good things about you. It's all about adding value to their life, isn't it? Yep, it sure does. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, we're, we're up at about a minute left, and I want to, uh, well, first of all, just thank you for joining me at Live on Purpose Radio today. It's just, well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for inviting us. And I heard a commercial uh, given by your wife. I want to make sure that the next time we see you, that you bring her along so we can meet her too, <laughs> Dr. Paul. Well, you, your life will be changed for the better once you meet Vicki. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, she sounded wonderful. Well, and I hear you guys talk about your marriage. I have the best marriage I know of. And I look at people like you. It's a, what a great example of, of working together, enjoying each other. And we're not as experienced as you are yet, but we're about halfway there. And uh, having some great experiences, too. And that's why I think as we keep our, our, our focus where it needs to be, you know, and maybe that's a good point to end on is just the value of family and our relationships and what's really important in life. You know, uh, this morning Gail had, had a project. She wanted to redo her bedroom as far as just move the furniture and things around. And she had to move a picture off of the wall and it was laying on the bed. And it was uh, notes from our kids mm. that they'd given it to us at our 40th anniversary party that they held for us. And I just read our daughter. She said, thanks for a great example of a wonderful marriage. And I thought, mm. that comment was worth more than all the money we can make doing anything else. <laughs> That's where the value is. Yep. Well, thanks to both of you and to everyone else. Go out there and live on purpose. Thank you so much. Oh.